Kicking It with my mommy, Keisha. Hey everyone, welcome back to Kicking It with Keisha. I just want to take the time to first say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has supported Kicking It with Keisha. If you've shared um, any of my links, if you've taken the time out to listen to the first episode and interview, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I was very nervous in putting out a second podcast because the first podcast was really, really a great turnout, so I didn't know what to expect the second time around, but I just want to say thank you to everyone. So we're just going to hop into episode two. We're already at week two. And this week's topic is prepare your table. And I know y'all thinking like prepare your table. Wouldn't it be the table? But this is only focused and geared towards an individual this week. Um, I've I've been reading a lot lately, ladies, and I've just been studying myself and focused on just rebranding and rebuilding me. So I thought I would just share a message that I feel like can transpire across to anyone, not just us women. Um, because some fellas out there, they need to rebuild and rebrand themselves. All of us have had some type of toxic situation one way or another. If it's just a toxic trait that we have within ourselves, or even if we've been in a toxic relationship. So when I say prepare your table, I'm going to break it down for y'all because I just want y'all to get the message. And if the message works for you, perfect. If you know that this message is intended for someone that you may know, all I ask for you to do this week, because I gave y'all homework last week, all I want you to do this week is to share this message with that individual. You don't have to give them a reason. Just be like, hey, listen to this. I thought you would enjoy it. Okay. All right. That's what we're going to do this week. So we all know that the saying is, what are you bringing to the table? Everyone knows that saying, like, hey, I'm trying to get in a relationship, or hey, I'm trying to start a business. What can you bring to the table? But we first have to start with your own table. What are you placing on the table that's going to transpire to the next person or what's going to transpire if you have a business partner? You yourself have to have the right characteristics. You have to have the right finances. You yourself have to even have the right energy, personality to be in a business mind or to be in a relationship mind. Because when you're going to the table with other people or with another individual, you have to already come prepared. So I feel like sometimes there may be some things that are lacking on your end or even sometimes on the other person's end that you may want to make up for yourself. Not to say that they can't fix their own table or not to say that they can't change something within themselves. But sometimes, you know, some person has to balance out the other. So it can't just be all on one person. So I just want us to take the time to think about what it is you yourself as an individual. What are you putting on your table that can reflect off to others? Even not even just in a relationship standpoint of a significant other, a marriage. Sometimes you have to prepare your own table even when you're getting into friendships because you can't have these one sided friendships. And trust me, I've been in some of them. So you have to make sure that what you're bringing on, what you're placing or preparing for your table, it reflects to all. So I really just want to focus on the, I guess, the relationship and business side. And when I say relationship, again, this is like across the board. So when you have a relationship 
the first and most important relationship is a relationship you have with yourself. Because if you're not fully mentally prepared or put together or even refreshed, like as a parent, sometimes we get burned out. So when you're not your your whole entire self, it kind of reflects onto others, your children, your significant other, people around you, like your family members. So we're going to start with just, you know, the basics, you know, what is it that makes you happy? What is it that you know that your strengths and your weaknesses? Because sometimes we're, we're looking for mates or we're looking to get in these friendships where the other person has all of these characteristics and all of these strengths and weaknesses that we lack. But that's when we get those one-sided relationships because we're expecting that person to meet us where we can't where we know that we're not there yet. And that's not fair to them because they've prepared their own table to be that way. Um, I just feel like a lot of people have these expectations. So we're just going to jump into the expectation portion of this. Um, That somebody is supposed to make up what you lack. And they're supposed to deal with all of your toxicity because Some people carry the baggage of an old relationship or an old friendship, and they bring that baggage into the next one. And that's hard on the next person to have to unpack your baggage from a previous past when you could have unpacked it yourself, prepared your table to go into a new relationship. No one wants to have to take on your insecurities. No one wants to take on your frustration of, well, this person tell me they're going to the grocery store. Is that where they're really going? Or you see your friend going on a trip with somebody else and you just like, dang, why I didn't get an invite? So, you know, sometimes this is things like that, that, you know, you want to just kind of clear the air. Just be like, hey, my previous relationship was this. And this is what I knew happened in this relationship. This is how I know it went bad. This is when I know it was coming to an end. And this is what I did to physically prepare myself to come into a new relationship. No one wants to hear I was in a bad relationship. It took a lot out of me. And then you you end the sentence like there is no this is what I did to fix myself, because we all know in a relationship, it's not just a one sided story. It's his story, her story and the truth, his story, his story and the truth, her story, her story and the truth. So, again, we all got to know what we did wrong in the situation and make sure we clear the air. Um, so when preparing your table, just making sure that you laying everything on the table, making sure that we got to talk about it, y'all, that, that, that finance word that people like to push to the back of the conversation. No, ma'am, no, sir. We're going to talk about that in the beginning because no one wants to get into a relationship or a business relationship with someone and their finances are in order because ooh, child. We can talk about going into something toxic all day. That can be worked out through counseling, through therapy, through, you know, self-reflecting, whatever, going to church and listening to your pastor. We can work on that part of a relationship. But finances is finances. It's in black and white every day of the week. So if you're in debt and you taking that on to your partner or you taking that on to your business partner, that's where things get sticky and that can cause a wedge between anybody. So we also have to make sure that we're preparing our table that our finances are in order and not to say you got to come with a crisp clean 800 credit score we're not asking for that 
trust and believe some of us women be wanting these men and some of these men be wanting these women to have these 800 and these top credit scores but we can work on things together if we know like in the beginning like hey yo you know i've been working on myself but i'm also trying to get my credit right so you know right now i'm sitting at like a 600 cool set it up front be honest with people no one wants to get into something and then later down the road find out i've been talking to you for six months to a year and you in debt up to your eyeballs we ain't got time sis don't do it bruh don't do it we ain't got time to be finding out things after the fact we all too grown for that um so when preparing your table, just make sure your things are in order. Think about when you go to a restaurant. You go to a restaurant and you may have a large party. They may not have a table that accommodates a party of eight. So what do they kind of do? They kind of push the tables together, right? So when you think about preparing your own table, just think about you pushing the table that you prepared to the next person. If that's you going into a relationship, you starting a business relationship, y'all going to push these tables together. So they prepare theirs, you prepare yours, and y'all going to bring them together, right? But what is it that's going to be on your table that's going to have them ready to push tables together? Like, what is it that you have prepared, rebranded? What have you physically done for you to say, yeah, I'm ready to join my table with the next person. I'm ready to, to go off onto this business venture. So let me go ahead and push my table with so-and-so or let me reach out to this person and that person because I know they already have a business and their business is flourishing and they're looking for business partners. So let me go and tell them I'm ready. But are you really ready? Are you ready to say, hey, I'm ready to take what I have to put with what you got? You have to make sure that you are at a level or you, you yourself are even prepared enough to put on the table what you got because sometimes you know we out here doing things for us getting degrees llc's whatever the case may be but are you ready to lay all that on the table you playing poker are you ready to lay your cards down sometimes we have to to look at what we have to offer to the next person and be like are we even ready to lay any of this down for someone to see because we still could be gathering the things that we need to even lay that on the table so when i say prepare your table Making sure that you have sat down, you strategize this, this, and the third. I worked on this. Okay, I got this relationship. This is what I learned for myself. I went and I prayed. We are not religious people, but if you have a religious background and you went and prayed, and prayer changes things now. So if you went and prayed, you read a Bible scripture, whatever you did to mentally prepare yourself, you read some self book, you know, you, you reach out to people. Listen, when I tell y'all, making sure that you're preparing your table again to push it to the next person, to put it in a relationship, to put it to that business person, to business partner, do that. But don't do it before you're ready. Because if you haven't fully fulfilled the plan, looked at the blueprint, read it over, you know what forwards and backwards, don't bring somebody else into it when you're not fully ready. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a pause on, a, on this portion of the show. I'm going to let y'all listen to this interview that I did with a phenomenal business owner. I told y'all we have a series, Boss Ass Women. This is part two of our series. This time we're going to change gears. Last week we had a nail shop owner. This week we're going to go over, I'm going to just call her a chef because the way sis be cooking these meals, she need a chef hat. With her name across it, I'm just waiting to see her name in light because the way she whipped this food up, and when I say sis hands is blessed, 
because I've tasted her food before. Miss Tierra Parker is a phenomenal chef. She has started small by just doing individual meals. And now she is catering to multiple people. I want to say she did like a big event, like a brunch or a wedding. But sis has blessed hands in the kitchen. So I want y'all to listen to the interview as we did last week. Once you listen, go to her social media. And I want y'all to run sis books up for me again. Order some, some Sunday dinners. Order you and your boo a, a couple dinner. Go over there and run her, run her schedule up too. So I'll let y'all listen to the interview. And then we'll hop back into the end of the show. Go ahead and hop into the interview portion for Kicking It With Keisha. So what inspired you to start your own business? Uh, I can actually say that it was the the people, my friends, my family, that inspired me to do it. Um, my It just kind of happened, I guess you can say, because um, I just like to cook, and I would just always post my food after I cook Sunday dinner or something on social media and people would hit me up and be like, Oh, how much does this cost? I want to buy this. I want to do this. I want to hit me up next time you make it. So then I just started answering. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to buy this, it'll be $20 or, and then finally someone was like, if you're going to charge these people, you need to make a business out of it. And that's just how it happened. So we kind of jumped the gun. Let's go back. Let's introduce the name of your business because you make some bomb food. Let me tell you, to become vegan <laughs> and look at you cook, I just like, Lord, she going to make me order a plate of pasta. Oh, girl, your stomach be hurting after that. You've been vegan too long. <laughs> it is almost a year. It'd be a year on the first. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, my business name is Taste by Tierra. Um, I wanted something that had my name in it, but was also refreshing, nothing too crazy sounding, something professional. So we just went with that as Taste by Tierra. And it focuses on mainly seafood, but of course, I can kind of cook some of anything. Yes, ma'am. I've seen that. So... (laughs) What what would you say that you learned so far by starting your own business? Like, what are your do? What are the do's and don'ts that you have picked up and said, oh, "Okay, I can't do this." Oh, this works, but that doesn't. What would you say you learned so far as the do's and don'ts in owning your own business? Wow. Okay. Uh, I would definitely the do's. Um, no matter how I'm talked to or how I'm treated by a customer. The do is to always provide great customer service no matter what. Okay. Um, it just goes so much smoother on my end. Um, it gives me peace of mind at the end of the day that if they're unsatisfied, it wasn't because of my customer service or anything like that. And you just can't allow people to get you out of character. So no matter what my do is to always be respectful and kind to people no matter what. And my don'ts. Um, do not last minute to prep. That <laughs> <laughs> the hard way um, because in the beginning 
orders, individual orders. And next thing you know, these orders for 50 people, 100 people. Up, and I decided that I was morning. And oh, wow. Right. I learned quickly. No, you need to start prepping it the day put you in a much better position the next day so you're not scrambling. Now that makes sense. So those now how did you yeah. did you feel when you start like I've seen you from from before like when you first started doing like the small portions to now like the catering like how did you feel when you got like your first big order or your first catering order? I I was overwhelmed. I was excited. My first big catering order was a 25-person brunch, but they ordered things during this brunch, and I was so overwhelmed at the time (laughs) because I'd never done anything so big, so I was was excited. I, I felt accomplished. I felt like, okay, I can actually do this once it was all done. But I didn't feel like that until it was done. Doing <laughs> it was just chaotic. I was sweating. I was Uh-oh. a lot of things, but it was all worth it in the end because I felt over so overjoyed that I did it. And now you just getting the feet. Hmm? No, now you you touched on a point where you said you felt overwhelmed. What advice would you give like someone that's kind of on the fence right now, like? hey, I want to start a business. Hey, I want to do the same thing. I want to cook or I want to go out and start my home, my own boutique. Like what advice would you give the next young woman that wants to start her business, but she's a little scared or she's just a little timid on going out there and starting that dream? I would say the more you prepare for it, the less overwhelming it will be. So okay. don't start that boutique or that restaurant with... Nothing in your savings account. Don't um, yes, don't start that boutique out. Kind of slowly promoting yourself first, so you can get your name out there. It's definitely something you have to slowly get into, and that will make your experience better once you kind of fully take on that role of being a business owner. Because you have to set yourself up. You can't not promote yourself and not have any money to help fund this business and then hop up with it and then be upset if nobody supports you because you haven't been promoting it or be upset if you only sell five meals that week or five outfits that 20 and then you have to go into your savings account to make up for all the things that you bought. So I just say, as long as you prepare yourself and just just do it. Once you've prepared yourself, you just have to do it. And once you do life. do that, it it's going to be the best decision you've ever made. And you have to also know that it's not going to always jump off as soon as you start it. You have to be patient because... I mean, there's some weeks where I might have just one order, and then there's some weeks where I might cooking every single day. You have your up weeks and your down weeks, so um, yeah, just be patient with yourself. But you definitely got to do it because you'll never know unless you do. 
Makes sense. Now, we're just going fast forward the clock. So within the next two to five years, where do you see your business? That's a great question. And I actually, I, I battle with this answer with myself almost every day because okay. there's so many things that I want to do within the next two to five years. Um, you know, we want to extend our family. We want to, you know, buy a new car, things like that. And with the price of daycare, um, I don't know if we can pay for two for daycare. So we've had conversations about, you know, me maybe quitting my job and um, within the next two years. So to answer that question, I see my business. I don't see myself actually going out and getting a restaurant within the next, well, you just say five years. So. I'm going to say from now until about three years from now, I don't see myself actually opening a restaurant because that would take away a lot of time from my family since I plan to extend. But in five years, both kids will be in school. So at that point, I can go out and get that restaurant and know that my babies are okay. And that makes a lot of sense. I feel like a lot of people don't include family in their business how would you say like your family impacts your business because you know sometimes people have a goal and it's just like this is my goal let me let me go and focus on my goal but they're not including their family so how does your family impact your business my family impacts my business in different ways both I'm not going to say bad but it definitely can slow the business down Uh, as far as having kids it can definitely slow it down but at the same time having kids can also speed it up depending on where you are because you're so motivated you know you have to do this for your kids so it just kind of all depends on you know someone's situation but I know for mine I know if I didn't have kids I would be able to you know move how I wanted to move go out and start this restaurant without thinking, okay, if I go in the hole, how I'm going to feed my kids, you know, I could just go out there and do it. But on the flip side, as far as my family, I wouldn't have a business without them. Uh, Not just talking about my kids, but just having my sister here, if I have big orders to help me prep or someone watching my child for me while I have this big order. So focus on cooking and I have getting a snack or <laughs> oh, yes, uh, get the remote it went to commercial on TV if I'm they're looking at YouTube so it family as a support system so that has definitely speeded my business up in that aspect but as far as having children it can somewhat slow your business down uh, I know for me personally, it kind of has slowed it down, but it's still going. It, it, my kids haven't stopped my business, just slowed it down a bit. <laughs> I, and I can understand that. It was a really, really great having you for our um, series. So we're doing a. Uh, for, you know, just a family business, 
you know, it's showing women like, hey, I can still because you're still working full time. So still doing my nine to five Mm -hmm. and having a business. So we want to shout you out. Um, We will be tagging you in the post. Um, But if you want to mention any of your social media, um, I will just go ahead and wrap up the interview. Okay. Uh, I have two social media accounts. Well, I do have a Facebook, but I don't really post my food too often up there. Occasionally I do to kind of remind people like, hey, I'm still cooking. I'm still here. (laughs) So my Facebook is Tierra Parker. My uh, personal Instagram is also Tierra Parker. No, it's Tierra Lynette. Okay. My first name and my middle name. It's my my personal Instagram, Tierra Lynette. And then my food Instagram, where you'll see a lot of the different things that I try to cook or I'll post. When people post me, I'll repost it to that page. That food page is tastes with an S by Tierra dot LLC. Got it. I just can't wait to see this business take off because I know that you have your plans to extend your family, but I just can't wait to see your business name on a restaurant. Cause listen, I'm gonna come. The kid, the kid's not vegan, so you know we, I'm gonna still find a way to support. Oh, girl! And by that time, I'll have some vegan options, so you can come oh, into. Listen, I'm in the info way. You know, I'm by um, all things vegan, so I will be there. Yes, but thank you so much for taking the time out to do the interview with me. And I wish your business nothing but success. Thank you so much, Keisha. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of your podcast. Thank you, ma'am. All right. You have a good day. Happy Sunday. You too. Happy Sunday. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. So I hope y'all enjoyed the interview I had with Miss Tierra Parker. Again, Go follow her on all social media platforms. Go support another Black-owned business by a woman. And listen, when she blows up, just know I'm going to be there to support. So back to the topic for episode two, prepare your table. So again, just hopping back into, before we took that little brief intermission for the interview portion, I just really want to talk to those individuals who have this this trust issue, who have these, um, who's very intimidated, who's very insecure in themselves. You can't take that into your next relationship. Hell, you can't even take that into your next friendship. We have to work on ourselves before we try to include other people in our bubble. Because if you are coming to the table and pushing your table with somebody else's and these issues haven't been resolved or you yourself haven't been able to reflect on the issues that you deal with on yourself, then you're going to expect this other person to have to maintain and deal with your lack of trust, your lack of insecurity. And they may not have those issues. They may be they may have already reflected on what they needed to do. Maybe they used to be that way. Maybe they had trust issues. Maybe they didn't believe anything somebody told them and they worked on that. So then you may open up a whole nother wound that a person already closed. So, you know, last week I gave y'all some homework and I know y'all probably like, Keisha, give me one more homework exercise. 
I'm gonna stop listening to the podcast, but I promise you, it's all in good preparation for everything I'm about to bless y'all with. So again, I know at the beginning of the show, I told you to share this episode with someone that you, for listening to this message that you know needed to hear it. But I want you guys to reflect. Is your table properly prepared for what situation you're currently in? If that's just a committed relationship, if that's a marriage, if it's even a friendship, even if it's a business partnership, is your table properly prepared for that level of commitment? And sometimes this exercise may not, it may take longer than next week's episode. It may take the entire season or the remaining of this year. But I really want you all to reflect on yourselves. Reflect on the person you are today. Is this the person that you expected to be? Is this the person that you want to present to another person? Is this what you want everyone to know you as? Like, okay, I worked on myself, but I still got a little bit more to do. Okay, I work on this part of myself. I know that I'm not fully into a position to open myself up to somebody else, but I can start the journey. And that's okay. Again, in preparing your table, you have to know what you are laying out. When you lay that, when you lay your cards on the table, or when you make your spread on the table, and you know what you're bringing, be able to tell someone that. Like, hey, I've been on this journey. I've been focusing on me. I've been rebranding myself, relearning myself. I'm not fully quite where I need to be, but I know in getting there that I have properly. I know that I have properly done what I needed to do to get to this point. And in getting to this point, and in getting to this point, I know that I need to tell you, hey, I've gotten to this point. I did what I needed to do. I just want you to go along with me to the end. I want you to be there and holding my hand and going through this journey with me. There may be a person that'd be like, I'm down. I, I'm gonna go on the journey with you. Or there may be a person that'd be like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I'm just not ready to go on a journey with you, but hit me up when you're done. And that's okay because, again, you go to the restaurant, they got to put tables together because they don't have a table big enough for your party. Sometimes people don't want to interlock tables. Some people don't want to push tables together if they already know it's not going to fit, if it's not going to be enough space, or if you got too much that you bring it to the table and they table already fully prepared. So again, in these analogies that I'm giving to y'all, just know that it's okay to tell people what you already have worked on and what you have done. Going back to the finances, you know, people will be in relationships and they don't speak about those things and they don't know until they've already invested all this time, energy, and money, unfortunately. Be open with people. Be open with yourself. Be transparent as possible. Now, some people ain't really ready for a person being transparent open and honest they tell you that's what they want and when you give it to them they're not ready for it be ready for that to come back on you i just hope that this message this week helps us not only just my listeners but myself helps us into going into we in august so 2022 is around the corner we can't go into a new year with the same mentality i know 2020 took a lot out of us 2021 was supposed to be a year of like, hey, 2020 was a lot. We lost a lot of loved ones. 
some people lost money, some people lost houses, jobs, whatever the case may be, whatever position you're in. And hopefully in 2021, you were able to refocus, rebrand, rebuild, and prepare your table. Again, I know I gave y'all a homework assignment. I know y'all probably like, sis keep getting all these homework assignments. I feel like I'm in school. I promise y'all, it's not even like that. I just want everyone to be able to move forward and not feel like they're stuck. Cause I feel like sometimes we get complacent. And I feel like that's another thing in preparing your table. You don't want to be complacent just to be like, well, this is how my table been set up this whole time. Like I may be 25, 35, 45, and this is what I had prepared my table five years ago, 10 years ago. But sometimes, you know, as we the seasons change, we change the decorations in the house. We put a new doormat at the door. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta change what you're placing on the table. You're not gonna save the, serve the same thing you said serve at Thanksgiving dinner for New Year's. You're not gonna serve the same thing you cook on Thanksgiving for Easter. So again, sometimes you gotta change the spread on your table. Sometimes when you're playing poker, you're not dealt the same hand every time you play around. So just make it, make sure that you're refreshing yourself. Make sure you're taking the time to mentally know what's going on with yourself. We hold so many hats and titles at the end of the day, when we go to sleep, that's our only downtime because when you hop up, when the alarm clock go off, you got to put on that mom hat, that dad hat, employee, employer, whatever, you know, whatever your title is that day, that week, that hour of the day, we don't have that time to reflect and refresh to just be like, okay, let me take a, let me take a, a moment just to woosa. Let me just figure out what it is that I need. That's what I want y'all to do. And when I say prepare your table, don't just prepare your table for you because again, there's gonna come a person that's gonna come along that wants to push their table up against yours and they wanna build the table together, which is cool because you gotta understand what you're gonna to bring to the table in, in essence. But your, your portion of the table has to be prepared before you can even show up to the whole table. I hope this message helps someone. I hope that you share this message. I hope that it touched y'all. I hope I didn't confuse nobody because sometimes some things go with people's heads or sometimes I just step on people's toes and they stop listening. Whichever the case may be this week, I just hope that y'all use this message and y'all move forward in life and everybody can shine to be their brightest self because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I hope that this week somebody gets some good news. I just feel it in my spirit. Somebody gonna get a congratulations, you've been approved. Congratulations, you just get the clothes on your house. Somewhere, somehow, someone's going to get a congratulation. I'm always just going to tell y'all congrats. And again, this whole episode, it's not to bash anybody because we all, we all dealing with stuff. I just want us to be able to look in the mirror and see the reflection of us and not something that we've created in our minds. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for the shares, the likes. Thank you for the feedback. If you listen to episode one and you are now tuning to episode two, I thank you. If you have passed on kicking it with Keisha to somebody else, I thank you. And we'll be back next week with another part of the Boss Ass Women series. I have another young lady I'm going to introduce y'all to. Um, in total, I think it's going to be four to five uh, young women that I'm going to present y'all in their business. So stay tuned for the next two to three um interviews for that and then y'all we gonna 
we're going to switch things up after the boss ass woman series so i can't wait to get into that because i think i'm gonna turn the tables around and you know talk about a little bit of co-parenting yeah i might let y'all listen to me co-parenting with the person i co-parent with so y'all stay tuned it's gonna be a nice little ride for season one if y'all um have any feedback for me please send me a dm send me an email if you would like to be interviewed or again, if you want me to promote your product, your business, if you want to be a sponsor to Kicking It With Keisha, send me an email. My email is in my bio on Instagram, kicking, period, it, period, with, period, Keisha. And that's my Instagram. I don't have a Facebook. Um, you can also send me a DM on my own personal Instagram. Um, and I just look forward to promoting and blessing businesses black owned businesses um for us to keep our black dollars circulating in our neighborhoods and in our pockets so again thank y'all for listening and i hope to listen for y'all to listen next week you know it's hard to make a friend a person you can confide in tell your life story to with no judgment, that's why I like to kick it with Keisha. You know it's hard to make a friend, a person you can confide in, tell your life story to with no judgment. That's why I like to kick it with Keisha. Come on, let's go. Guess who's back? I know I took a break, an extended break, but I had to. Listen, y'all, I just felt like some of my content was coming repetitive. I felt like I needed to take some time to, for myself and figure out what I really wanted my podcast to be about. I didn't want to duplicate anything, repeat anything. I wanted to come to y'all with some fresh new content. And guess what? I'm back. I miss y'all. I have come up with a whole new concept, more interviews for y'all, and of course, more me. So we're just going to hop right into it. Back 2022, y'all. And no, it's not a new year, new me. That's dead and gone. So I just want to hop right into it. Everyone sits back when the new year comes in and kind of like evaluate ourselves, right? I think I do. Um, So I thought about what are some of the things that I did in the past that has shaped, molded, me into the woman I am today. And that was a lot of thinking, y'all, because I done did some things that I probably shouldn't have done. But y'all get the story. Y'all get the point. Um, so I really sat back and I really had to learn some some life lessons. Like I had to figure out who was really in my corner. But then I I realized who has been with me on this entire journey. I turned 32 at the beginning of the year. And I really had to like say, who has been with you this whole entire time? Duh. It's the person looking back at me in the mirror. It's me. I really had to reflect on myself. I really had to really sit down and work on me. Y'all, that was hard. I ain't never known I had to work on myself until I sat down and had a whole come to Jesus meeting with myself. But I did it. Am I all the way there? Not yet. But it's coming. It's coming along. And I realized, like, 
I'm the type of person like I'm always available and there for other people when they have their issues. I'm always there, ride or die, somebody in a situation, whatever the case may be, I'm always there. But then it was like, do I have that same support system? And I do, but not from everybody. And it's cool because you just have to know and learn how to put people in certain categories. And I did, and it feels great. So now, 2022, it's on and popping. Y'all still say that? I'm gonna go refresh. I'm gonna go do some research, but it's on and popping. So listen, y'all, first episode, 2022, we just gonna come big or go home. Have you really sat and evaluated yourself? Are you at the top of your game? Are you almost at the top of your game? These are questions we need to ask ourselves and not just once the new year comes in. We need to be asking ourselves this every month, every quarter, every six months. Like, are you walking in your purpose? Are you fulfilling what your passion is? Are you even anywhere where you want to be in life? Sometimes you already know the answer off the top of your head. Sometimes you might got to sit, write it down, think about it. Well, guess what, y'all? I kind of helped y'all a little bit. I sat down with a person that I like. When I say I look up to her, like, I look up to her. Now, granted, for the moment, we the same age. But she she's still older than me, y'all. She's still older than me. So that's my cousin. Um, I had to interview her. And the reason I had to interview my cousin was because she's done some things that a person my age has probably not done half of it. So I interviewed her. I wanted to get in her head to see like how she made some of these boss moves that she's made. And when I say she came with the she came with some some logic, it was some logic in there that I never even thought about. So now I might gotta take that back to the drawing board. So listen, I know we just getting back in the episode, but I'm just gonna go ahead and hop right into the interview. It's a little long. So y'all brace yourself, get y'all. Get y'all some coffee, some tea, a little soda. Hell, get y'all some wine. Sit back, listen to the interview, and then, you know, we come back and finish up the rest of the show. Check it out. And I'm back. Listen, when I say that interview was gold, that interview was gold. I'm just going to say this. We are so quick to think we have everything in life figured out. We sit back and we... And I'm not going to say that everyone writing down or having like a list of what they want their life to be or just having like this life plan or planning out your life at like 18, 19, 20, hell, at 30. It's not always going to go as planned. Like in 2021, when I said I was so disappointed in everything I thought that I had manifest in this my my last year's thing was fresh start and a fresh start to me was trying to relocate me and my kids to texas my dreams was crushed my job canceled my transfer it was like do whatever you was doing but you ain't going and i was just sitting back like i've sat back i've had other people invest in their times to help me and my kids find somewhere to live i was spending money to move stuff i was spending money on deposits and Dreams were crushed. And so I'm just like, God, what you doing? Like, I thought we I thought we was on the same page. And I think I was on my own page and God was about two chapters behind me. And he was like, sit still, sit still, hype boy. Like, you're doing too much. Pop your little gums, just sit down. 
And it was in that moment when I was just like, okay, let me humble myself. Let me go back to the drawing board and see what it really is that I'm supposed to be doing. And in all of that, so much stuff got manifested. I got a new employer. I got my me and my kids back together. Like we was a little homeless for a few months, but then we got back on it because in my head, like I'm throwing stuff away and I'm preparing to move from Virginia to Texas. And that was not in the plan. That was not in the goal. And yeah, I had to humble myself real quick. So here I am. So this was May. So here I am seven months later, still in Virginia, but with a whole new goal and a whole new plan. And it's okay. Everything does not go as planned. Every, every time you put paper to pen, it helps you to vision stuff. It helps you to lay stuff out. It helps you to see like, okay, this is what I'm trying to achieve. This is my next step. This is my next goal. If it's achievable, you did it. Go star. If you did not, it's okay. Try again. Set a new goal. Come up with a new life plan. But just know, don't hold yourself to what you put to this paper. Don't hold yourself hostage and be like, it didn't happen for me. And then you go off and be in this depressed state of mind or your whole mood and attitude changes towards others. Just know it's not right in that time. Everything has its own purpose in life. Everything has its own timing. And sometimes timing is everything. So if it didn't work out the first time, guess what? Try again. Am I disappointed I didn't move to Texas in 2021? I am. Am I okay where I am now? I am. Will I get to Texas eventually? Yes, I will. But God has it all planned out for me. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit back and be patient. Because that's the other key. Being patient. Knowing when things, like Sierra said, knowing when things feel right. Knowing when things are set and meant for you. So think about the time that you took a risk. Think about the, chance, the time when you're just like, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to quit my 9 to 5. I'm going to start a business. Think about the time when you took the last $100, $200 in your bank account to invest into a business that you had no idea was going to flop or fail or if it was going to succeed, but you did it. So think about these life plans and these life goals and expectations in the same way. You never know what's going to come out on the other side. Sometimes it comes out and you're just like, oh, exactly how am I envisioning? Sometimes you're like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Am I on a path to destruction or am I on a path to success? But you have to be willing to put in the work, take those risks, knowing when A, if you have reached rock bottom or A, if you're at the top of your game and it's only up from there and you looking down like, thank you from where I came from, God, but I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm moving. But don't be disappointed when it doesn't work out that way. We all fail. We all succeed. But in different points of time, in different parts of our life, all I'm saying is don't pressure yourself for these expectations and life goals that you made at 19 and 20. Every year is going to change. Every situation is going to change. Life changes every day. Things happen that we don't plan to. Death is amongst us every day. Pandemic is still here. But people are thriving in a pandemic. Some people not so fortunate, but they're still here, which means that's still another opportunity to make a goal and try to go after it. So, as always, I get y'all a little homework. Try not to. Write down some goals for 2022. 
and we might have another episode about goals in about June. And at that time, go back and look at your list. Put the list in your phone so you won't lose it. And see how many goals between January and June have you achieved? Have you halfway done to achieving? Have you even started the process to achieve the goal? It's not when you start, how you finish. It's if you're putting in the work to achieve it. It's are you doing the research? It's you putting in an effort. You can't be mad at yourself when December 31st, 2022 comes and you had this whole list of goals and you have not achieved one. You have to do the work. You have to be the person behind the plan. And then your whole goals can change depending on them curveballs that life throw at you, them roadblocks, them detours. But just know how to duck and move. And it all work out in the end. So next time, thanks for kicking it with Keisha.